This Saturday, September 30th, MLB betting picks edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Stack the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times your money in one game. Plus, Every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $500. We're also brought to you by VEASAN. Sign up now and save 40% with their football season special with your promo code SGP. That's VSIN.com, promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, September the 29th, currently 5.05 on the East Coast, here to get into the final regular season podcast episode of the MLB Gambling Podcast. And it's an OG special. It wasn't planned this way this week. I think Malcolm did this on purpose. But I've got uh, the man that needs no introduction. It's Malcolm Bamford. Uh, Mal, I was kind of mesmerizing your eyes there when we started the pod here because I didn't know if I was hosting or you were hosting, but here we are. <laughs> well, it turns out I definitely did need an introduction because I was meant to be hosting the pod. We had a lovely five-minute chat before we started. The minute we pressed the button to start, my microphone disconnected and wouldn't reconnect. Um, so a very professionally done, Munaf. Um, for reference, are you going to carry on hosting, or would you like me to take over? Oh, you're the man of the show. People want to listen to your voice, not mine. Well, that was what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say it out loud. So I'm pleased you were. Uh, I'll, I'll be. I'll be nice to you on the last day of the regular season of the. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say. You did nothing but troll me for about five weeks solid. So don't come. It doesn't wash me enough. I'm not interested. Um, you're even in the chat last night having a go at me about my sad tree story and everything else. DBDBJ, um, he's finished the season. Um, he's been here more than you this year, Trev. Um, he's finished the season first in his streak. Well done, Trev. Uh, Matthew's arrived as well, so good evening. Um, yeah, tonight's a bit of a funny one, Moonaf, because there's not an awful lot to talk about. Me and Dylan really struggled last night, which is why we spent 20 minutes talking about the tree, 10 minutes talking about the killer mockingbird. Um, because we've got some pictures listed. We've got one game that we intended to cover with lines up. Um, and it's for, it's for lots of different reasons, really. You said the football season makes a difference with the books, but also um, you can't put these lines up. We talked last night, we were trying to handicap the Baltimore game, but we didn't know if Baltimore were going to clinch, so we couldn't factor in the champagne fade. Mm-hmm. We're in the same position tomorrow, potentially with... Texas with Arizona, with Toronto, um, with the Cubs, with Cincinnati, teams that could be in or could be out. So you can understand why the the books are uh, loath to to put lines up. So it's difficult for us to make some points. Um, talking about not having many points, Moonaf, did you watch the golf today? Uh, I did not, but um, some nitwit uh, across the pond <laughs> decided to point out how bad 
uh, USA was doing. But I, I did see on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, the true golf fans uh, just absolutely losing their minds on how bad uh, the U.S. team has been playing in this Ryder Cup, at least on the first day here. <laughs> the only thing with that is it makes it just spoils the whole event because it's a great competition. It's a great event when it's close, isn't it? But last yeah. year, sorry, two years ago, we went, me and my friends all went away for the weekend and I drove down on the Friday. It was like a six-hour drive. But by the time we got there on the Friday tea time, like the USA was something like 7-1 up. So that was it. The weekend had gone to shit before I'd even arrived. Yeah. Um, and today it looks like it's gone the same way a little bit. And there's nothing more fun than getting your little parley on a Sunday to get all your sweats in, a little round robin or something in the singles games. Um but it hasn't worked out that way. Do you have um, power um, boogies in the States? Big Irish bookmaker. Do we have what? I'm sorry. Paddy power bookmakers. I uh, no, we do not. I don't, I don't okay. think I've heard of that. So, Paddy power, a big traditionally Irish bookmaker, as the name suggests. Um, and the Paddy power family, there's lots of powers, the Seamus power and Paddy junior. Um, and they have a big bookmaking firm. One of the, one of the biggest in the UK and they've paid out on, Europe winning the Ryder Cup tonight. They have wow. cashed all the tickets. I know, yeah. Um, Bet Fred are a firm that I think you have in the States as well. They occasionally, mm -hmm. they like to pay out early on soccer futures. Um, but yeah, Paddy Power have just gone for it tonight. Um, they, yeah, they've paid out everybody. So there you go. Um, the, I'll tell you what I need to tell you about Moonaf. Sunday, mm -hmm. um, the NFL is in London. Uh, the Jags yes. take on the Falcons. Um, and me and Baz are cranking out the live stream. We know that the Sports Gambling Podcast Network has a long and rich tradition of the pre-match live show, um, but Sean and Ryan are going to be in bed at 6.30 in the morning. Uh, oh, so they've, they've turned it over to me and Barry. Um, so if you want your um, terrible NFL picks with a British twist, uh, me and Baz are going to knock out the live stream. What time is it going to be for you? Because you need to be there. What time is it now? So right now it's 4.10 p.m., but the game, I believe my time starts at 8.30. 8.30. 8.30 in the morning? No, it's going to be 6.30 in the morning. It'll be 6.30 on the West Coast uh, in L.A. and uh, in, on the West Coast where Sean and Ryan are. Okay, now, talking about Barry, honestly, he'd get in where a draft wouldn't. I've just started talking about this show, and here he is in the chat touting golf picks that he put out today, Moonaf. I told, did I tell you the other day that he was out of control? I did, didn't I? I said he's absolutely... Yeah, good. But no, why Why is he out of control? Oh, he's just non-stop. He's absolutely scurryless, is what he is. He's giving out um, winners. I mean, let the man tout. He has to deal with you for I don't know how many days a week, so he feels my pain. So I mean, let the guy live a little bit. He Plus, made a killer beard. I mean, I know I was in your on the on the uh, EPL show earlier this week when you guys were going live. He was talking about trimming the beard. I said, well, you don't need to trim the beard; you just need to let it grow out. So I don't know. I don't know if you've uh, done a pod with him after that. If he shaved or, or trimmed the beard, and oh, I, I, I said he needs, to, I don't know. he needs to let it grow out. I don't know if he's manscaped it up or not. Ah. He made a rookie error today um, oh. round about the back nine of the golf this afternoon. He told me what his bet was. He had a parlay that looked really, really good. And he told me what it was. And of course, the minute he told me, the entire thing fell apart almost immediately. <laughs> looked, I mean, 
I've, I've known him nearly 30 years and he's still making mistakes like that. If you're going to keep doing shit like that, Bass, I can't help you, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, he should be doing it. Oh, apparently the beard's gone in the last 10 minutes. Ah, oh, killing yeah, me, Bass. Killing me. Um, so yeah, if any MLB people um, who listen to our show, you need to do me and Baz a favour and come and um, pretend you're interested in our NFL picks on Sunday uh, lunchtime for us, Sunday morning for you. Um, so that's going to be 2 p.m. Our time, which is ooh, five hours, 9 a.m. No excuse. So you can listen over your breakfast. It's going to be on the Premier League stream. So that's the one thing you need to, uh, to be aware of. It's going to be on the Premier League stream. So be a friend, tell a friend, and all of the things like that. Um, baseball, Munaf. Have you ever known anything like this Miami, New York Mets silliness from last night? Because I don't, but you've got more history than me. I mean, uh, we always have the typical rain delays and games getting postponed, but nothing about the Mets refusing to cover the field. I think that's what I read um, earlier. Um, and the I think the Marlins managers absolutely lost his mind about it, which he's – I mean, I don't blame him for it because they're still in the race for uh, a wild card position. So now they have to play Pittsburgh, I think, this weekend, and then they have to, a game, a makeup game that they have to fly back to New York for uh, to finish out that game, which that could be a meaningful game because it might be a win-in-your-in situation uh, for the Miami Marlins. So um, nothing of the theatrics that the Mets have done, but you know, I guess they're just trying to play spoiler because they're in the same division in the NL East as the Marlins. And the Mets, I think everybody's clowning on the Mets just because they spend eight hundred trillion dollars in the offseason and they're not making the uh they're not making the playoffs. <laughs> so maybe they're uh maybe they're a little bitter over there. You're on mute, my Al. Now you're on mute. Sorry, Moon, I it's a shamble. Um I said it's not even a makeup game, it's a makeup half inning. Um, yeah, they're gonna have to come all the way back to play literally three outs. It's gonna be three pitches. Now, what the, the best goal that is, let's just say they get into the playoffs, they go for three pitches, and then they have to probably fly out to another, uh, another yeah. city. Uh, because, uh, I think we mentioned this on the last but you really and I were on that. Yeah, this the wild card starts on Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's likely to be the Brewers, but um, yeah, it was a weird game because it met, it was a, it was scoreless, met to lead in the eight. But then the top of the ninth, the Marlins put two across, led two to one. Um, I'm not sure if the Marlins have got any outs left in the top of the ninth or if it's straight into the bottom of the ninth, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Unless Miami can sort of sweep Pittsburgh. Um, Miami do have all the tiebreakers in their favour against everybody else who might uh, might be in that spot. Um, Seattle, etc. Uh, Toronto. Miami holds all the tiebreakers. So hopefully... Well, not hopefully. I'd like to see that. I want to see you half in game on Monday. Um, it's just really an unusual thing uh, to want to see. So uh, what we'll do is we'll try our best for the next 20 minutes or so to have a little swizz around the card and see if we can find any any lines that we might like, any bets that might take our eye. Uh, but it is not straightforward. I'll do all of that um, after we tell you about game time. Um, helping you buy tickets. For things like MLB playoffs next week, um, any sport, music, comedy, and theatre near you, buying the tickets should not be stressful. In game time, are helping you out uh, with that. Things like killer deals on last minute tickets. You can start getting hyped for all the fun 
without any of the hassle. Forget planning months in advance. Uh, get your tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy theatre, uh, plenty more. I know Sean picked them up for the NFL. Uh, it's so far when the Eagles visit the Rams. The game time guarantee means that uh, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time credit you 110% of the difference. The thing to do here is download the game time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Underdog Fantasy, um, a way to play alongside your favourite football team all season long. You can run up a 20x in a single game by going 5 for 5. From now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to $500. Um, $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. You've got a total of 2 million in prizes, which is uh, 10k to 10 people, making 100,000 this week. Um, watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit for $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Moonaf, what's your Underdog play of the week this week? You've, uh, you've done the propcast, I assume? Yes, we did. Uh, I am waiting for a couple props to drop, but my favorite one uh, this week is going to be uh, Matthew. Oh, sorry, let's go with Adam Thielen over four and a half receptions. Who's, who? What? Say Adam, again. Adam Thielen. Adam oh, okay. Thielen of the yeah. Panthers, wide receiver, yeah. over four and a half receptions. Write it down, Mel. I've written it down, mate. It's there. It's on my book. Um, I'm going to wow you now, Moonaf. It's um, this is the Adam Thielen revenge game. Did you know that? Oh, oh. Yeah. Hey. Slides. I'm having a, the the table's turning a little bit under me, Mal. Here, look at you with the revenge game angle. I've saved all my best picks for the last show of the season. Um, I'll be doing my homework. Me and Baz have got a fudge and NFL show on Sunday, so yeah, I've got my angles in. Yeah, fantastic. Right, so tomorrow, um, we'll have a little look around. The first meaningful, um, this will still be meaningful, I believe, um, is a 3 7 Eastern first pitch between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Zach Little... Um, looks like both both teams are TBD pitches. Uh, Zach Little looks like to be going for the Rays. Uh, the Blue Jays are uh, TBD and obviously nobody uh, at all, really. So uh, no lines on this, but the, the Rays and the Blue Jays, Moonaf, the Rays have fallen a little bit short, not really through any fault of their own. The Bal- uh, Baltimore have just held it together really well. And the Blue Jays are just making an absolute song and dance of making the playoffs. So I mean, any any reads on this tomorrow at all? Yeah, I think that obviously for the Rays, they're going to be in the, the wild card spot because like we mentioned, the Orioles uh, got the job done on uh, Thursday night, clinching the division. Um, and uh, so they are the number one seed in the American League where now the Rays are pretty much solidified in that number one spot um, in the wild card here. But obviously... Um, this entire series is huge for the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm trying to pull up the actual standings here. But, I, I mean, I think that it's just going to have to be you have to trust the Blue Jays here. I mean, they've been a, they've been the kryptonite of my season, and I just haven't been able to figure them out right now. But if you kind of look at the uh, wild card standings, 
they have a one game lead over the Houston Astros and the Astros have a one game lead over the Seattle Mariners. So they're it's looking like if, if the if the Blue Jays take care of business now, they should get in as a uh, second or third uh, wild card team. Um, I, I'm going to lean with the uh, with the Blue Jays here just because we may just see, you know, the Rays just sit guys because. There's no reason for number one their main players to be out there, like guys like the, you know the Randy or Rosarenas of the world, um, to really be playing a lot of baseball this weekend because they are that top seed, uh, at least the wild card. And then, like I mentioned for the Blue Jays, they're they're still fighting for that playoff position in the wild card year. So, um, I'll, I'll lean with the Blue Jays here. Um, I mean, I don't love it, but it's probably going to be a, a heavy, heavy price on the Blue Jays this weekend. Yeah, I agree with you. I quite like. Uh... Exactly. He's pitched well lately and yeah. hasn't had much help really off his offence. Um, he's got a 270 road ERA and it, there's, he pitched a game against the Blue Jays earlier in the season. Six innings gave up two earned runs. And that looks like a fairly good comparison, I would say. That kind of seems a reasonable return. Um, and the Rays have only failed to score five runs once in their last six games. So the Rays have been going along okay. Um, and as much as we talked about Teams have got things to play for. We fancy them to keep winning and the teams who have down tools. There's no real evidence for that at the moment in terms of streaks. It's actually Atlanta have won four in a row um, when they're the team that we could be claiming have got nothing to play for. Um, Detroit have won four in a row. Boston have lost five in a row. So there's no real sort of patterns to it. Um, I would be happy to take on the Blue Jays just because I think they're so flaky. Um, there's nothing between the actual ability levels of the two teams, and you're probably going to end up getting something like a plus 140 here on the Rays. Um, so, yeah, um, I'll, I'll have a little a little punt on the Rays, but obviously I don't know who's going for the Blue Jays, uh, and we'll have to see. These are all very speculative, and if I'm betting tomorrow, uh, it will be in tiny amounts. Um, Matthew's having a good point, Mal, that, what? that I, I want to quickly point out here. Um, would you... Look at um, some of these teams that are that are going to be fighting for playoff spots on the series price instead of like you no know, game by that game. Because right now, don't often see I, it, Moon. Up to be honest with my book, it's not something I see regularly. I think we've talked about this a couple of times over the couple of years, haven't we? Um, mm-hmm. Especially when we were doing the show, but more intermittently where we're doing the show on a Monday and trying to cover a whole series. So, yeah, it's definitely an option. It's not, it's not something... I've said before that the, the British books aren't quite as good as pricing stuff up. Um, so, yeah. But again, they win the first game in clinch. They go down to... They got champagne paid for games two or three. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to assess any of this, really. Um, just saying that Matthew in the chat's having a bit of a go at me for... Uh, I said I consume a lot of content and he's claiming... I meant lager, which isn't true. I've got a cup of coffee. This is how wild I am. What time is it? 10.30 p.m. I'll have a cup of coffee. It doesn't bother me. I think uh, coffee keeping you awake is a myth, Moon. I'm not buying it. Where we go next? Um, right. The Miami Marlins, 6.35 Eastern first pitch. They go to the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, God only knows where their uh, heads are at at the moment. I'm seeing Edward Cabrera slated for tomorrow but I'm also seeing Edward Cabrera slated for today uh, for tonight for the Friday game yeah, so, so Cabrera's getting the, the start on Friday night yeah okay so he obviously won't be going again uh, tomorrow and Quinn Priester 
uh, would be going for Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, again, nothing much to add. My, um, Miami would have got out of New York late uh, last night, but I mean, they'll be they'll be fully focused. Pittsburgh, we've said all week, have played this week relatively hard. They've got quite a few young lads in there, and we just they were just having fun. But um, looking at this one, Moon, I think almost certainly just a watching brief, and there's not an awful lot at this point we can tell you either. Yeah, I think that if it is Quinn P- Priester that is starting for um, the Pirates, I mean, he's just been really bad. Um, this season. I mean, I think that's an understatement right now. He has a 7.86 ERA. He has a 9.82 ERA at home uh, and he gives up the runs. I think the biggest issue that he also has is, is walks. So I think that if the Marlins are going to, uh, if they're going to be smart and, and, and just kind of, um, I guess, work the count on Quinn Priester, that can uh, you know get on base that way and score some runs here. So I kind of feel like this Marlins series is going to be something similar to what we saw, what they did to the Braves a, a few weeks back where they were just putting up nine, 10 plus runs every game. And they, they were able to win that series. I think they might be able to do that against here, the against the pirates because they probably don't want to go into that game on Monday, having to, especially though the dynamics of that game, they probably just want to take care of business here. Try to sweep the pod, uh, the, sorry, the, yeah, the pirates, and then just try to you know see if they can secure a wild card spot. But uh, yeah, obviously a big series here for the Marlins. Um, next up is a seven ten Eastern first pitch. The Chicago Cubs um, at the Milwaukee Brewers. Left-handed pitcher Jordan Wicks uh, going for the Cubs. The Brewers are TBD, uh, but it looks like Freddie Peralta going. Uh, no lines up on this one with Milwaukee having not confirmed uh, Freddie Peralta. I mean, again, the Cubs were <laughs> an up and down week to, to put it mildly for the Cubs. So they need they need to really go and sweep this series, Muna. Yeah, and Jordan Wicks hasn't been too bad for uh, the Chicago Cubbies. Last five games, three and one with a three point two one ERA on the road. He's been even better. Four starts, he's two and one with a two point six six ERA. So uh, I know in back to back starts, he's allowed three earned runs. But like you said, in Mal. This series where the Cubs are at minimum going to have to win two out of three, if not for their best interest, they have to sweep the series against the Brewers. And and Brewers probably want to play spoiler because, again, they are in the same division. Again, the Brewers don't have a lot, anything to play for. They're locked into that wild card. They've won the division already. So um, they probably just want to play, play spoiler here. But, again, all the pressure is on the Cubs in this game. Yeah, so, um, again, looking at the standings where the, the Cubs have found themselves – how far out uh, now are they half a game? Here I got it. Um, so the yeah, they're, right yeah, they're now. half a game out from the Marlins. Yeah, like I say, Marlins still have the the tiebreaker um, over everybody. They're, they're in a bit of a stronger spot. I quite like Jordan Wicks. His numbers are good, um, but the underlying stuff hasn't really convinced me. Um, and it's just been a, a raft of different things. So his last start, it was two homers. Um, it, the start before that, it was four walks. And either way, it added up to three and runs and just sort of falling in starts. He hasn't faced very good opposition either. He's got a lot of potential, um, but he is difficult to trust. Um, Freddie Peralta has been um, talked about a lot on the show this season. Trev uh, being uh, being on the Brewers uh, put us early onto the Peralta at home is, uh, is the trip. Then all of a sudden, mid-season, Peralta anywhere you couldn't back. And now he's come back again and, and finishing really strongly. He had a bad start at Miami last time, but 
He has got a 338 September ERA, and he's much better at all. Um, trivia, Munaf. Freddie Peralta in September, mm-hmm. strikeouts and walks. Oh, God, I have no idea. Come um, on. You remember that, It's the last the time I showed before you attacked me. Come on. In the month of September, so he probably made five starts, 38 to 1. Oh, Munaf. I'll give you half a point. 33 to 1. Oi. Yeah, not bad. That's a good effort, yeah, that. Not bad. Um, yeah. Um, shit like that, I really, really like. And I think this might be the final dagger in the heart uh, for the Cubbies tomorrow. Um, yeah, I would be putting the Brewers uh, with Freddie Peralta. Um, next up, I keep changing from my scores to my standings page, Muna. So I, I have not. standings if you, want, if you don't want to keep going back and forth. I have it pulled up. I'd rather just waste everybody's time and spend 15 seconds going between the two, if that's all right. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's okay. fine. Um, so we don't Baltimore have clinched. This game's on the board, Munaf. This is the yes. one. We can handicap the cotton balls off this one. We can do an hour on this. It's the Cincinnati Reds at the St. Louis Cardinals, um, where we have Connor Phillips going for Cincinnati, and we have left-handed pitcher Drew Rom uh, going for the Cardinals. It's very close on the books, Munaf. Minus 110 for the Reds and minus one six, uh, 106 for the Cardinals. So it's effectively a match, Munaf, between the Reds and the Cards. Um, I haven't seen a total. You talk and I'll find a total. Oh, God, Lee. I mean, where do you go with these two pitchers? Um, I mean, it just kind of speaks volumes that right now the Cincinnati Reds have to throw out Connor Phillips. No disrespect to him. He's not having the greatest season. But when you're in a, you know, it's an uphill climb for the uh, Cincinnati Reds because I think they're a game and a half out of that third place, or sorry, the third uh, spot in the wild card. But um, Drew Rom hasn't been much better either for the St. Louis Cardinals. So Connor Phillips, one to know with a 5.66 ERA on the road this season, 6.75. He's allowed at least three earned runs. Uh, and let me see here. I think three out of his last four starts at minimum. I know that, uh, which he's only made four starts this season uh, for the um, Cincinnati Reds. Uh, but fortunately for him, the Reds have actually won three out of his last four starts. He did face the Pirates in his last game uh, where he went five innings, allowed three earned runs off of five hits, nine strikeouts in the game, the three walks. So I think the key here for Connor Phillips is going to be that if he's able to limit the walks, uh, to the Cardinals that the, he should have some success because he does have strikeout stuff. He has at least seven strikeouts in three of his four starts this season for the um, uh, Cincinnati Reds. Now, on the opposite side, Drew Rom one and four with a 7.98 ERA. He has a, 9.8, a 9.00 ERA at home. Uh, back-to-back starts, he's allowed uh, at least five earned runs. Uh, in his last two starts, which came against the Brewers and the San Diego Padres, he pitched a combined six and two-thirds innings, allowed 17 hits, 11 earned runs in that span. So um, I think Connor Phillips has the stuff here to uh, limit the offense here for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. I look at a Reds team total over in this game here, Mal. You get all nine at-bats for the Cincinnati Reds. Also look at Connor Phillips' strikeouts uh, in this game as well. I think that he does have the stuff uh, to you know uh, get a couple strikeouts in this game, but uh, I'll lean with the Reds here. I like the Reds team total over in this game, and then also strikeouts for Connor Phillips. Munaf, that is quite remarkable. If I cut out my notes here, um, the three things that I've come down on that are boxed off are the Cincinnati team total, 
Cincinnati on the money line and the Connor Phillips strikeouts. Um, we've handicapped this absolutely identically. Um, Phillips had one start in May and then went away, and now he's back. And this is going to be his fourth um, his fourth time around. But yeah, he strikeouts plenty, nine and seven in the last yeah. two. Um, mm. I was looking at a little weird uh, sort of extra analytical thing called Stuff Plus last night because we were talking about Nick Pavetta. Uh, and Nick Pavetta was very high on the stuff plus list. Um, and Cod Phillips is up there. Um, so he's obviously got really good stuff. He just needs to harness it. Um, yeah, I feel for Cincinnati. They, they, they've tried hard. They've fallen a little bit short. They're still alive. Um, myself, like Trev in the chat, wants the Reds to sweep. So it's very much brick by brick for Cincinnati if they can get a sweep. I've got a 200 to 1 World Series ticket on Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> so I've got playoffs. Um, if you can do it one at a time, so let's go and get a win, a win tonight, lads, and you pick this one up tomorrow. Um, yeah, Drew Rome's horrible. Three or four innings. In fact, um, in his last seven starts, he's pitched twenty nine and a third and given up twenty six earned runs. That's nearly a run every inning. Uh, and I think the Cincy rookies can have a little bit of fun with him tomorrow. So yeah, the same three picks moving up: Cincinnati, Cincinnati team total. Um, yeah, and find some Connor Phillips strikeouts if you can. Um, we go and tell you about some of our sponsors. Our favourite sponsors here are VEASAN. Uh, the VEASAN show will be live tonight with Sean and Ryan. Uh, so we'll cross have a look at that. Uh, VEASAN, um, if you sign up, you'll save 40% off football season special when you use the promo code SGP. That's uh, VEASAN.com slash subscribe and the promo code is SGP. Um, Sean and Ryan, I heard them talking about this today in a contest with other VEASAN shows uh, and they didn't want to be the uh, smallest um, wiener on the table. So they need to sell the more subscriptions. Uh, the winning show gets a $1,000 Super Bowl feature. Um, and the best part is that Sean and Ryan are going to cut you in on the prize. Uh, so two steps here. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code SGP to sign up. And step number two is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash VEASAN to submit uh, your proof of purchase. And then if they win, or when they win, you'll get a vote on what team to use the $1,000 Super Bowl feature on. And when it hits, you'll get an equal piece of the action. So go to vison.com slash subscribe, use the promo code SGP, then sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vison to submit it. This ends on Saturday. So what day are we on now? Friday. Oh, do it quick. Um, Hall of Fame bets will help you win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season. Um, the sports betting analytics platform for parties, player props and game lines. You can research NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer bets with historical stats and data. And the great feature here is the Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer. Um, so you'll get things like hit rates broken down by leg, expected probabilities. It'll sort players by hit rates for any bet. So you can find out where the value is, who's hot, etc. Um, stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Okay. We'll have a look at a 7.15 Eastern first pitch uh, between the Texas Rangers and the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Texas TDD, moving off, I haven't seen a picture for them. I don't know if you have. Uh, and Luis Castillo uh, going for Seattle. Um, 
So yeah, no lines obviously with with no pitcher. I mean, Seattle got got a life really last night. They bought themselves another life with the with the JP Crawford walk off. Uh, Crawford's had a, such a good season. But the other thing here is that Texas did just hand them this win. The uh, Bruce Bochy's decision to put a Rolls Chapman in and Scott uh, Scott Reichel has beaten the drum for this several occasions this season. How good Chapman's numbers are, not in the ninth inning. Like you put him in the eighth, he's been absolutely stellar. Yeah. Yeah, you can't bat on ball. Um, you put him in the closer game and he blows it, and that's exactly what they did. Um, it was yeah, really, really weird thing. What's Seattle have to hope for here? Because Castillo hasn't been great lately, Munaf. They've just got to hope that his home form holds up and his nerve holds. Um, and, and Seattle can pick the win up, but yeah, I mean, I've got no pick because I don't know what Texas are up to. Um, what, how, how's your reading on both of these teams, Luna, going into this weekend? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned like uh, Seattle got that, um, uh, they got the, a pulse, I guess we can say, by the walk off they had on Thursday night, courtesy of JP Crawford, like you mentioned. Um, so I think that gives them a little momentum going into this series against the Rangers. I know it's a big game. All, or a big series all weekend long. Um, I think you mentioned it there is that I think I really do trust the f- home form of um, Luis Castillo, right? Because it hasn't been so great on the road this season, but at home, you know, I, we and Scott talked about this, I believe it was on, on the Wednesday show, is that I think there's going to be a series where runs are going to be at a premium because we know what the stakes are in this series, right? It's pretty much win and you're going to get in uh, to the postseason. Yeah. So, um, you know, I took the under as my lock uh, for the Thursday show. They came out three to two, cashed there easily. I'm going to continue riding the unders in this series um, because I think that all any starting pitcher that if they do get into a little bit of trouble, that the managers are going to they're going to pull the they're going to pull the plug. They're going to put in the bullpen because again, every every out every pitch counts. So uh, I'll lead with the home team, the Mariners here, Mal, and also I, I love the under in this game. I think that number should probably be around. Seven and a half, if it's eight, even better. But I just think runs are going to be at a premium in this series because, it, again, it is a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, what you're getting, Moon, up with the pitchers here, and you're right to mention the bullpens, is everybody at max effort. Yeah. Um, there's going to be no bullpen. Save yourself a little bit for tomorrow. Maybe go out and throw 85 or 90%. That's out the window at this point. Um, it's it's shit or get off the pot. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. That's a great angle, actually, Moonaf. That's a really shrewd angle. In. Uh, I like that a lot. Next is um, 8-10 Eastern. Um, the Houston Astros go to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, we have uh, JV is going for the Astros. Uh, the D-backs are TBD, but I think it's Merrill Kelly. Um, again, no odds uh, for this one. Um so Arizona do look like they're in. I think they're going to have to do something spectacular uh, not to make it. I cashed, or I will cash, my plus 475 Arizona to make the playoffs ticket from the start of the season. And I've got my 66-1 to 1 World Series ticket, Muna. That's why I want the Reds and I want two runners. Give me two runners in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll cash one of those two. Um, Justin Verlander, being unreliable, Muna. Um he still goes good length. They leave him in there. They leave him in. He'll get away at innings occasionally, uh, but always six, sometimes seven. But he has been a little bit unreliable. You'd see the dead opposite of Merrill Kelly, who's reliable to the point of being boring. Um, 
He's got a start at the New York Mets, which is bad recently, Kelly. But I'm quite happy to ignore that. He's got a 270 home ERA. Merrill Kelly gives you an incredibly safe flow. Um, obviously, no prices here. But I would have a little punt um, with Verlander being a bit wobbly. I would take Arizona, like I said, and drive another stake uh, through the hearts of Houston um, and maybe finish them off for the season, Muna. Yeah, I think there's another game that I do like the under. Um, I mean, his last outing in, I think it was back on Monday, uh, just earlier this week, that they needed a huge outing from Justin Verlander, and they got that from him, right? When when it's the big moments and the games that really matter, Justin Verlander shows up, and I think there's going to be another star where he does show up uh, for this Astros pitching staff. So, I mean, his last start against the Seattle Mariners back on Monday, eight innings, one earned run, three hits, eight strikeouts. So, I'm not saying that he's going to duplicate that performance, but if he gets another six, seven innings of shutout baseball or he only allows one earned run, um, I think that might be putting the Astros in a good position to win. But again, this is another game that I do like the under. I like what I've seen from uh, Merrill Kelly, like you mentioned, this season as well, because he's obviously the second best pitcher uh, for this Diamondbacks pitching rotation right behind Zach Gallon, who's pitching on Friday night for the Diamondbacks. So, um, and he's been solid at home as well, right? Five and four with a 2.70 ERA. Over his last five starts, he just had one rough outing, which was against the New York Mets. But other than that, he hadn't allowed more than two earned runs in four of his last five starts. Um, so I think there's going to be another game where we do see uh, uh, runs at a premium. If this number comes out seven and a half, eight, I'm going to be on the under. I'll lean with the Astros. I trust Verlander in big games, but my more favorite play will be the under in this game as well. Uh, did you see the statistic today, Munaf? The 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 over unders on all the regular season. Yeah, yeah. I just I was sitting, so I tried to handicap the games. I was putting my picks at the tally site, and then I saw this number. So um, I don't know which book it was, but one thousand one hundred and thirty-seven games have gone under. One thousand one hundred and thirty-six games have gone over. I mean, what chance have you got? Um, Again, the lads in the chat there at the start were, I think Matthew said he's one unit ahead and Trev might be a little bit further than that. But that's a great effort. I mean, I, I, when I was told to dinner last night, my my tracker plays are okay. I'm about 12 units up. My tally site plays, up until September, I was about 300 books down. But it was like 3%, up 2.5%. It's nothing. I'm still yeah. above 500, but juiced out. September's killed me. I've actually doubled my loss from 300 to 600 just this month. Um, and again, it's still sitting at 3.7%, which six months, $100 a month, it's it's not egregious. It's not a problem. Um, but yeah, that's all that started here. And I just thought, wow, like, uh, it's it's incredible. I think, Boonaf, that's all the games we uh, intended to have a look at. Did you, you said you might do a 15-minute presentation on Oakland Athletics pitcher Joe Boyle, who's going tomorrow. Have you got that prepared? Uh, unfortunately, I do not. Uh, but if you do want to catch that, uh, you can catch me on. Uh, you can catch me on Veasan tonight with the boys. I'm going to be on with Sean and Ryan. Uh, oh, we're gonna nice. be talking. Yeah, we're going to talk about the rough report uh, for this week. So um, if you're going to be up, uh, catch uh, catch me. Uh, we're doing a little segment with uh, with Sean and Ryan uh, talking about the NFL rough report. But I'll save uh, the big uh, uh, the big project of Joe Boyle for next season, Mel. Live the Joe Boyle cast uh, till next week. The ref report, Moonaf, is my second favourite thing uh, that the Sports Gambling Podcast Network produces as a group. Do you want to guess what my favourite thing is? 
Uh, I'm going to guess it's probably your Premier League show. No, oh, no, that's way down the list. That's about 12th. It's the, um, it's the flow chart. It's the, it's the DFS oh, yeah. flow chart. I love the DFS flow chart. There's nothing more fun than getting that in front of you and wiggling your way from quarterback through the defence. Uh, but once I've done that, the ref report, Moonaf, is right up there. So I absolutely love it. If you never looked at Moonaf's ref report, um, you're wasting your life. Go and look at it immediately. Um, are we attempting to pick locks and dogs here on the grounds we've got one game priced up, Moonaf? Are we good enough? Uh, yeah, maybe like a best bet. Maybe it doesn't have to be a lock and dog unless you have something circled that you do like for lock and dog. I do not. Yeah, maybe um, it's something we're leaning towards or maybe a best bet. I think we could just give out one pick if if there is anything out there. Because I, I mean, the, the, one, the, the boring one the game we haven't talked about is um, the Dodgers run line. Uh, they go to the Giants who've got Tristan Beck on the mound uh, where the Dodgers have Clayton Kershaw going. I mean, you're not going to get rich back in them. You could parlay them. A similar game, a similar looking game is Spencer Strider uh, taking on... Um, Johan uh, A. Dunn for the Nationals. So there's a possible parlay there. Um, but yeah, you could fade Clark Schmidt at the Yankees. Mike Clevin just been pitching well uh, for the White Sox, so they could be a dog. Um, yeah, that, go on, I'll go with that. I'll take White Sox. Um, I think they're about plus 120. Mike Clevenger taking on Michael Wacker at the San Diego Padres. It's a dead rubber, um, so why not take a pitch who's going well just to put up a few... Runs the the White Sox are still competing. They turned over the Diamondbacks last night, so they're still trying a little bit. And um, so yeah, I'll, I'll put that up. Moon off speculatively. Yeah, I'll go with two unders that we talked about. Right, the Rangers and the uh, the um, Mariners game. I know we do have Luis Castillo confirmed for the Mariners, and then the uh, Astros and the uh, Diamondbacks game. The under in that game as well. Um, again. <clears throat> both teams or both series are going to be obviously with playoff implications. Um, but I think more so if I had to pick one between the two is going to be in the Rangers and the uh, Mariners game. So anything at seven and a half, um, eight, uh, if it gets to eight, I love the under seven and a half. I'm so comfortable with it as well. But as you like, this is going to be one of those series. You're going to see final scores of like three to two, something similar to what we saw on Thursday night, four, one, four, two type of finals there. So, uh, runs will definitely be at a premium uh, in that game there, Mal. So I'll give that out uh, for what I do like for Saturday. A bit nice. of a breaking news yeah. did mention. Uh, you mentioned the Giants. The uh, Giants let their manager go, uh, Gabe Kepler. They fired oh, Okay. Him. Yeah, they need to do something. I don't know fully understand how the Giants hung around so much this season because they were always in it. But whenever you look, I never. I don't remember them winning, putting a streak up like. One of the most unremarkable teams in MLB. Like we never, we're never high on them. We never yeah. loan them. It's one of the worst things. We never mention them. We kind of like the Oakland get some airtime for being terrible in Kansas and the LA Angels as a figure of fun in the Mets. The Giants are just the grey man. They're just there. Like they don't contribute anything. So yeah, maybe they can uh, they can pull it around again next season. And um, what's happening? The rest. Yeah, moving off. Um, and remind us again what time's the Beeson thing going down? Um, I think the I want to say they start at 9 a.m. Pacific, but I'm not going to be on till close to let me double check here 9 30 uh, uh, East Coast, sorry, West Coast time. 
So I think they start at nine on the West Coast and then I'll be on, I think, the second segment at 930 on the West Coast time. So 1230 Eastern, 1130 Central, 930 West Coast time. I'll be on. Oh, well, that's exciting. Um, and um, I assume we'll do our usual thing. If you secretly message me for Premier League bets tomorrow, then I'll secretly message you back for NFL bets on Sunday. Um, I mean, we're still neck and neck in the uh, in the pick of Moonaf. How do you feel about that? I thought I um I was certain I would have got one up at you last night because I picked the Lions and I thought I was a very it was a very shrewd pick and then I checked this morning and you had also picked the Lions. I I have access to your computer that you just don't know about, so um, <laughs> I'm I'm letting you feel good for the first four weeks and then I think slowly I will pull away. Okay, right, right <laughs> click that. So I'm writing that down. 45 minutes on the fucking, what's the date? The 29th? Don't click that. We're going to run that back in September, Moonaf, while you uh, Venmo me that winning's over. When you're sending that, we'll play that clip in the background, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Um, Well, considering we thought we had nothing to talk about, Moonaf, we've cranked out 46 minutes of gibberish. Thank you very much. It was lots of fun. Um, Man, another season done. Regular season. So I think the plan is now... Mm-hmm. There might be a show tomorrow. No, we don't think so. Uh, probably not. I, I think the, the only two series that really matter this weekend or the three, if you want to throw in, this, going to be the Astros and the Diamondbacks uh, and the Rangers and the Mariners. But everything could probably change by Saturday night and we might, have, might not even have meaningful baseball being played on Sunday. Yeah. So I think the plan might be, Mal, that we just come back Monday, take a deep breath, uh, you know, um, and then kind of just assess what happened over the weekend, and then we'll look ahead to the wild card games that are starting on uh, Tuesday. So I think there were what four games uh, yeah. on Tuesday, I believe, for the wild card. So uh, yeah, we'll handicap those, uh, and then we'll just we'll just go from there for for the it'll be playoff baseball starting uh, next uh, Tuesday. If it's happening, I'm doing a solo show on that half inning between the Mets and the Marlins. That's I'm going to do a two-hour <laughs> special on that mood after all the things that might happen. <laughs> I look forward to it. Free of charge, you can have that one on me. Um, thanks everyone who joined us in the chat. It was fun. We realise it's a Friday and people have got stuff and lives and family and beer to drink and all those things. Um, so yeah, and really, really hope everyone enjoys the last weekend of the season. I hope it uh, justifies itself. I hope we get a half inning game on Monday. Um, good luck with all your bets. Uh, we'll see you next week. Um, yeah, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>